This is Charles. This is Zach. And welcome to Twisted Wisdom. Twisted Wisdom would dictate that arguments are a fact of life, and it's likely that many of you out there aren't good at it. We'll talk about what should be the goal of an argument and how to avoid burning bridges along the way. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Twisted Wisdom. I'm Charles. This is Zach. And we're back with another episode. And uh, this, again, was one of the earlier topics that we had talked about treating on this uh, podcast, meaning it's been on our list for about four or five years, and uh, it, it managed to stay, and I think for very good reason. And this is on how we argue. First, uh, let's uh, tell everybody what we're drinking tonight, Zach. The bottle seems to be getting slowly uh, emptier. We're... Uh Back on Tarnished Truth from Virginia. I was trying to get to the store this week, and it just didn't happen. Yeah, and, no you know. problem. No problem. I mean, it's, at some point, we're going to have to finish this bottle, but not too yeah. fast. It's been really good. We're, get, we're getting a little more tarnished along the way. Yes. Maybe that's the point of the whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to say up front that I'm not proud at all of how I argue <laughs> or why. And this has given me I time love to, to argue. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it gives me time to analyze this, but in preparing for this, uh, I discovered that Zach is not exactly completely pleased with his style. No, Tell me I about mean, that, Zach. So there was this, it actually happened recently. I was, um, you know, as you do when you get a few cocktails and you, there's not so much you can talk about nowadays. So politics ends up coming back into the fold every sure. once in a while. And, uh, you know, we're dreaded at, my, pull of politics. at my house and we start talking to a friend of mine, a neighbor and, uh, still a neighbor, you know, still a neighbor. And, uh, I kept talking over her. I didn't realize her. it at the at the time. It was a her. It was a her. You know, I, I, I don't discriminate. I don't discriminate. All right, it's getting good already. <laughs> I'll, I'll argue with anybody. Uh huh. Um, and I, you know, I I realized I just kept talking over her, and I, I wouldn't let her get a word in. You and realized? I mean, you were out so, outside no, of yourself. No, no. So like, happened? I was doing it, and I was kind of thinking to myself. Because my brother has told me a couple of times, he's like, you don't ever let anybody talk. I'm mm. like, okay, sure, you're my brother. You're just saying that. Yeah. And then actually her husband was like, you're not letting her say anything, like oh, jokingly. Lord. And I was like, you know what? You're right. You know, I, I stepped back a second. I was like, all right. And I let her finish her whole thing. Yeah. And, you know, and then we just, we kind of talked a little bit longer and then we just kind of ended it. Right. Ended on good terms? Yeah, or, everybody. Yeah. I, I yeah. try to always end up like no right. hard feelings. Like we can agree to disagree. Like right. the old Ron Burgundy, agree to disagree. <laughs> Actually, a week later, I was in another argument. Apparently it's a <laughs> trend for me. <laughs> but uh, not an argument, but more of a discussion. Yeah. And I backed myself off. I, I saw that I was going down that road and I said, you know what? I'm going to just listen here. And okay. You know, it worked, and it, you know. Which is a big point that yeah. we've seen in this uh, as we've Yeah, I remember everything I've read is like, stuff. listen, listen, yeah. listen. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the big thing for me for that was I did realize something that I was doing right. that could be, that could turn people off to having a conversation with me. Right. And I don't know what I gain out of these conversations. I don't think anybody knows what they gain out of conversations about politics nowadays, but... Well, you know, you're well-read, you know a lot of this stuff, and you have a certain passion, so it, it kind of tends just tends to roll out. It's hard yeah. to put that back in the box because, it, you know, we're also full of this information and full of opinion and all this kind of stuff. It may be as much of an issue now as it has been before, or maybe it's sort of waning. Uh, I don't know that I tend to get in these talks much. It's sort of run its course a little bit uh, uh, for me, but I, it's still out there. Yeah. You know, it's it would be dishonest for anyone to say that uh, they don't get involved in arguments. I imagine there are people out there that are sort of these 
non-combative, non-confrontational people. But avoiding an argument is not necessarily the right thing either, yeah. uh, because that just leaves an issue untouched and uh, it might well up and create a bigger problem. So my own style is not great. I think I tend to, uh, I think I tend to get a little bit more insecure about it and start raising the, the volume and, and the passion behind it needlessly. For me, I think it's also, they don't, arguments don't occur necessarily at the right time. They occur in the middle of a rush situation yeah, where you yeah. have to get your point out real fast and you, you just don't feel like you want that other person to leave thinking they've got one over on you. So there might be like an ego thing too. And I kind of think that yeah. that might be the man part yeah. or the Achilles heel of the man coming out of me. Yeah. I mean, I, and it's funny because you said that when I argue, and I say argue, like it's more their discussions. There's yeah. not always like yelling. There's no yelling. Yeah. Where's the involved. line between a discussion and an argument? I wonder. I mean, when is it? Go, I mean, we know that how we feel. One is definitely more benign sounding than I, the other. I guess it depends on who you are too, right? Like, or who's winning the like, argument. Right. I mean, I could think it's a discussion and you could think you're arguing with me. If, if, <laughs> if you're winning, it's a discussion. If you're losing, right, it's an argument. Right. But I mean, you know, we read these things and it's like, come prepared. If you're going to have a true discussion argument, come prepared. Right. Are we ever prepared when we start these conversations? No, no. No, really. they're always like off the cuff. Yeah. You had a few drinks. Someone says something and you're yeah. like, well, that's not true. And then it's all of a sudden... Snowballs. Well, you're, you're you're in prepared, and you know we talk about this all that. You're in prepared so far as the last news flash that came across right. your phone, the last podcast maybe you listened to, the last person you talked to. I mean, it's it can it yeah. doesn't necessarily change direction. I mean, it might be all feeding the same sort of thing. So many might say that that's their their particular preparation. Right. But I did, you know, obviously our talks are sort of more geared towards men. I mean, that's the only perspective I can really take. Uh, yeah. uh, but I realize that, you know, obviously arguments aren't limited to guys alone, but I think some of those classic personality traits of, of men make us less effective at it and might lead us to raise the volume or become a little bit more insecure, upset, not know how to handle things. So Passive aggressive. <laughs> passive aggressive, the whole thing. <laughs> So, so my wife says I am passive aggressive. Sometimes. She says you're passive aggressive. I wouldn't see I would uh, not. certain situations I could be, yeah. you know. But. Yeah. There are people out there that love to argue. I don't know that I'm hearing that out of you. I think you're just, I just you're like, always in you're talking I like to, to discuss. Yeah. But today's topics are always argumentative. They can, like, they can get so that way really fast. I think people might say I like to argue, but I would say that I'm really I don't like it. I think I tend to get entangled more in stuff. And I think for me, my other instinct would be just to walk away from a debate or an argument to avoid. But then you leave another impression or misimpression yeah. by just walking away from it. Yeah. And, and I do that because that's my way of sort of keeping the peace and say, well, I, yeah, I don't want to get into it. So, yeah. But uh, that doesn't leave people, you know, feeling no. good about but things you're necessarily. Passionate. You're passionate about things. So, like, if you're passionate about something, you're going to want to defend your position. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think this is where, like this topic's good is like, here's how you defend your position. You don't have to go in guns a blazing, right. but like, uh, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Like people may not know who they've got on their hands. Right. right. If you assume that you're not the smartest person in the room, mm -hmm. then that's a good, I think a good thing to start. Right. Oh, I like, think it's a great position to start in and, and could be very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Could be very true. Yeah. Most, most, yeah. most of the time that is probably true. In fact, from what you know, you see here, maybe the smartest person is the one that is listening to all of this and not opening their mouth up as the yeah. first move. That may truly be the smartest person in the room. Now, that's, that's certainly one of the 
techniques. You know, as we reviewed all this stuff, uh, there were certain things that maybe you could do to make the argument a little more productive, maybe make you come out better in your, yeah. in your argument. But I think philosophically that you have this starting point about when you get into these discussions or arguments, what, are you, what exactly are you trying to do? Are you trying just win. to win? No, just <laughs> win, win at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, if you go in thinking that winning this argument and beating the other person down is the only way it's going to go, then you're in, you're in bad yeah. shape. That's just not right. We spend a lot of time trying to persuade people, or perhaps we let our ego resist letting them convince us of something. Like if they convince us or they, they get a stronger point, then we feel like we sort of lost. Yeah. It's really not a zero-sum sort of no, thing uh, when not. you come to that. I actually like when people make a good, ma make a good comment and say, like, yeah. it makes if it makes me think, like, change my yeah. position, I think that's just me learning more, yeah. right? Like, if, if it makes me think, like, oh, well, I didn't think of it that way yeah. or something like that. I think that's a, a healthy way to, to take it instead of saying, like, Oh man, this guy just destroyed my argument. I'm, yeah. I don't, I gotta be a man. I, I got my man up. My ass handed to <laughs> yeah, <me. laughs> this guy's good. I mean, if somebody comes with, uh, they were well read and they've really been exposed. You know, they can kind of take the the podium yeah. and and do their thing, and that's that is impressive to me. There's this quote that I came across in one of the things we read from Karl Popper. Karl with a K it says, uh, "Quote: The aim of an argument or of a discussion should not be victory, but progress." Yeah. And I thought that's, very that true. is something, that's a take-home message. Uh, you know, if you could remind yourself of that each time you, you get into these debates, I think you'd probably end up on better terms. But there's a list of things that I think probably make sense. And it's, it's not a no-brainer here, uh, or it's a no-brainer that you should be prepared and know your facts if you're really going into a right. more formal thing. And uh, you might otherwise need to rely on your cunning if you don't have facts yeah. to rely yeah. on or anything else. And, and some people can go in with very little substantial information, but their style of, of, oh, yeah. of arguing. There's a, there's a guy, um, he's an author, uh, Michael Eric Dyson. He's an academic. I think he's at Vanderbilt yeah. now. You've heard yeah, of him. He's very verbose. <laughs> he, he, verbose is a word. And he actually was a, an ordained minister. So he has that kind of way, that style of talking. Yeah. I will never, I don't ever want to have to debate him on anything because- yeah. The speed at which he can pull these facts and his vocabulary, it's like a verbal Uzi coming at you. And yeah. then he can quote like hip hop artists and throw some verses yeah. in. He, yeah. I mean, it's, it's an assault. I couldn't hold up. I think I would just be, there'd be too much wind yeah. uh, and no oxygen left when someone's got that kind of, now I'm not saying he doesn't have facts, but yeah. even if you don't have facts, if you've got that kind of ministerial quality of, yeah. of being able to talk, you like can... Said, he's soothing to hear, are you? Uh, yeah. 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 He's got a style to him. Yeah. But it's like, I, you know, the guy, one of the guys I like, like Ben Shapiro, he yeah. just inundates you with facts and it's yeah. hard to argue with facts. Well, he's also, he speaks facts. Fast. That's what right. I mean. Yeah. He, he's got facts. I mean, guys and on it, podcasts and things all the time. So he's got the information too. But the speed at which he talks right. does not let you, it's almost like uh, yeah, someone choking you out. You yeah. can't even, you can't yeah. get up. And it's hard to argue with that, like, because you're no. like, well, well, you can't put a word out. Well, let me think about it. And then by the time you think about it, you're on to the next right. bag. You're like, right. Uh, okay. Right. Maybe he's right. You yeah. Know, or, you know. So they, I guess these guys, they kind of land in these positions because they do have this kind of skill Still, to right. do that. But I certainly don't have that. So I, yeah. I think I'll I'll rely on the 70% listening and 20% right, 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 talking. Right. Or maybe it's 90% listening and 10% talking in that, in that circumstance. 
you have to know when to argue and you have to know when to walk away. Or walk away might be more of a figurative term. It might be just to sort of like I said, bring right, the, agree to disagree. Agree to disagree, which you can say that all the time, and it, it sounds very good and gets you out of a jam. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, like you said earlier, if your goal is just to have a genuine conversation, then victory shouldn't be the issue, right? Like you don't have to just keep hammering something in just because you want to think you're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just be like, okay, well, I disagree with you. Let's go finish that glass. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah. I think I read also uh, the words you speak are important. Body language is important. For when I read that, I mean, it makes sense. But I just realized that there are people that tell me that I seem like I'm getting mad, even when I don't feel mad. It's like when someone says, oh, you look so tired. I'm like, man, I actually slept eight hours last night. And he's like, uh, oh, is that me just getting old? That's like, probably me getting old. <laughs> no, just... But I, I looked in the mirror, like, why are these people saying I'm mad? And I'm really not. I don't feel like my volume is getting that high. I mean, maybe yeah. I get a little impassioned, but it's not a shout. And I think it may be the wrinkles oh. that are doing this. And it bothered me so much that I actually talked to a plastic surgeon friend of mine, uh, Greg, yeah. <laughs> Greg Lynham, and I said, I might need Botox. And I'm not doing it because I want to look better. I just don't <laughs> want people to think I'm mad. And he's like, oh, you're just getting old. He said, yeah. I do. You know. Yeah. He said, come on over, just walk it over sometime and we'll do it for you. And yeah. now I'm scared. Yeah. Now, now that I found a way, now I'm, on, I'm ready to back off. Yeah. It's like, just go get a few little shots. Yeah. I and know. then emails yeah. for Botox parties are coming on my thing from the Dermatology <laughs> Center's Botox party. I'm scared to just walk across the parking lot. I, get mean, it I have a lot of friends that uh, get Botox regularly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All women, but. Uh. Yeah. And it works. <laughs> yeah. And some overdo it. But, yes. you know, it's if, if that's what you need to do. Are you smiling at me or are you mad? <laughs> right. I just want that one strategic shot that, that yeah. gives me a peaceful countenance yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, not set people off. If you get overwhelmed in an argument or what your response should be in an argument, they say to break it down into three things. You can challenge someone's facts, if you've got it like that. You can challenge their conclusions based on those facts. Or you can sort of acquiesce and accept that point and just argue what's the significance of the point or, or, right, right. or the priority of the point. Like, yeah. yeah, you're right, but in the scheme of things, you know, what, what does, does that matter? mean? Right. Sort of. So I guess it's a way of sort of Nicely backpedaling uh, out of these things if yeah. you can. I think the funniest stuff that I saw was from <laughs> Dave Barry, the, the humorist, the author, about how to argue effectively. His first uh, suggestion is to drink liquor. Yeah, it's always a it's always a good thing to get started. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, when in doubt, just make things up that yes. someone can't challenge because you've made it up. When asked about a number or something, just make up a figure yeah. because it's hard for someone to challenge something like that. But this is my favorite part of this. He said, use meaningless but weighty sounding words and phrases. And he said, memorize this list. Let me put it this way, is one. In terms of, vis-a-vis, -vis, per se, as it were, so to speak. And I've got one that I remember that I love to pull out every now and again. It came from an old neurologist uh, when I was in medical school. It didn't matter what you said to him. He thought you were wrong. You're a med student. Yeah. He was going to be right. But he'd give you this statement and said, well, be that as it may. Yeah. <laughs> it says everything and nothing all at one time. Yeah. Be that as it may. It's like, okay, maybe you're right, but yeah. I'm not going to let you know you're right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and, and, and the last thing uh, Dave Barry says is, uh, you should also memorize some Latin abbreviations such as uh, IE, EG, or QED. 
basically, uh, these mean, I know Latin and you don't. Oh, yeah. uh, so <laughs> that, that'll make you come out of that argument feeling smart, if nothing else. Uh, you can use some snappy and irrelevant comebacks, like uh, you're begging the question. Don't compare <laughs> apples to oranges. What are your parameters? Because no one seems to know what parameters are except economists and engineers. So I, I thought that was funny. Um, yeah. Funny and probably a little bit useful. I think at the end of the day, like, you can argue to your blue in the face. You mm -hmm. can do this for everything nowadays. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I don't like this person. I don't like that person. But mm -hmm. I think the big key takeaway is, like, at the end of the day, we're all on the same page. We should be all on the same page. And, right. like, you argue or you discuss. Yeah. And uh, I like that word better, discuss. Yeah. It seems less argumentative. But uh, <laughs> even if you could, you convince yourself you're in a discussion, when it, that might actually yeah. get you in a position to... Um, have a better talk than a bad one. But I think that I do believe that there's a better way to argue. I'm glad this has been a source of self-reflection. Yeah. I think it is going to change. I hope for our listeners, you may not argue as effectively as you want to. You may not feel so comfortable. And I certainly don't want you to alienate friends over this. So this might be a good source of, uh, or a good reason to self-reflect on how you have these types of discussions, maybe how to be better at it if you want to get better at, at how you do it. But maybe most importantly is don't leave with broken relationships or friendships or leave somebody with a sour taste in their mouth. The point is not to be a winner and have them be a loser in it. That really is a lost result of what otherwise uh, could yeah. have been a good discussion. By the way, that QED, if you really want to pull that out, I think it's like quad something it's, demonstratum or something, yeah. but basically it means uh, I've demonstrated what I need to. Yeah, it's sort of like a, a drop the mic yeah. uh, phrase. I'm out. If you, yeah, <laughs> I'm out. You know, I win. I'm out. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, we we just thought this is a an interesting way to come at it. I think men could use a little bit of help and some tips. Women could too, but I know men better because I'm a man. And here you go. If you enjoyed this podcast, certainly uh, let us know. Give us some comments. Subscribe so we can get you onto other podcasts and you'll be the first to know when the new ones come out. We'll be recording another one very soon. You guys have a good evening and we'll see you for the next episode of Twisted Wisdom. QED. <laughs>Hey, we certainly hope you enjoyed this episode of Twisted Wisdom. Please send your comments and suggestions for future topics to the links below. Until the next time, cheers! cheers.